Welcome back to the second installment of Because It Relates. Because it always relates. On this week, I will be doing a, um, for many of you listeners, something that's common on the show. Reciting lyrics to a song as a spoken word piece. Mm, But I see your true colors shining through. I see your true colors. And that's why I love you. Thank you. And Mm. this concludes Mm. Because It Relates. I ain't gonna lie to you, Sid. I was feeling that one. See? I was feeling that one. I ain't gonna lie. I'm getting deep. I'm getting deep. I'm gonna take this on the road. Wow. I love it. I just hope to be there. (laughs) So what we watched this week? This week, we tuned into Fast Color, released 2018, available to stream on Hulu, starring Gugu Mbatha-Ra, Lorraine Toussaint, and Sanaya Sidney. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin' Circuit. Welcome back to the new Chitlin' Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we review a Black Indie or low-budget movie, just for y'all. All All right, y'all, so you know how we do. We kick off every episode with our 60-second challenge this week's challenge is brought to you by as they say in mexico to you the listener (laughs) thanks for listening (laughs) and tuning in every single monday and continuing to support the new chitlin circuit we really appreciate it well i got you here right now please go ahead and leave a five-star review on apple podcast and a comment now Alexis, are you ready to explain the plot of Fast Color in 60 Seconds or Less? Yes, I am. Let's get it. Go. All right. Somewhere out there in the desert, which probably might not have been the desert because it ain't rained in eight years. So now it's the desert, <laughs> wherever it was. Um, there's a woman named Ruth who's kind of on the run. We, we get dropped in the middle of some, like, she's on, on the go, on the move. Um, and mm-hmm. what we figure out is she is just a powerful being of some sort. Um, when she gets to shaking and gyrating, like she uh, will seize up and will cause a, a whole earthquake, a literal mm-hmm. shift in tectonic plates. This woman is is powerful. And she reconnects with her family because she left her family because of like her history of drug abuse and also because of these uncontrollable powers she got. She goes mm-hmm. back to her mama, who is taking care of her daughter, uh, Ruth's daughter. Um, the grandma was the baby in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And all the whole family got powers. So, but the problem is they is running from the FBI or the government scientists or somebody is trying to get them and do studies and research and all that stuff. And we see how that go. Okay. Cause you really wrapped it up right when the, <laughs> when the bell came off. Yeah, I did good. And I saw the trick there cause you, you ended your synopsis with, and we see how that go, but you didn't tell the viewer how that go. <laughs> Because I'm not trying to, mm, I'm not trying to get see, another strike on my record for going over sixty see. seconds. So we gonna see how that go. What's that? That gif of homeboy? He's like, mm, like pointing mm-hmm. to his forehead. Yeah. Like, I got you because mm, I see how what yeah. you did there. Okay. <laughs> so thank you very much, Sydney. I've actually been really excited to watch this one. So now that y'all know what happens in the movie and where to watch it, we're gonna get into our general thoughts on Fast Color. Hey, y'all. Want to take the time out to shout out our reviews that we get in. If you enjoy the show, we'd love to hear from you on Apple Podcasts or even comments on our Twitter and Instagram. Uh, We have a new comment from Soraya Janelle. um, Left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts saying, one of the best review podcasts. These ladies get funnier and funnier each week. It doesn't even matter if you've seen the movie. Sid and Lex make you feel as though you have. Absolutely hilarious. So thank you, Soraya, very much. We do like that y'all watch the movies, though. That's true. (laughs) But we're glad that you enjoy our reviews, um, even if you don't have time to watch the movie yet. Um, So thank you guys for all your support. Let's get back to the show. 
So, Sydney, what did you feel about Fast Color? This was a movie that I was very excited to watch and had been on my radar uh, like for a while. I remember when it came out and I didn't get a chance to watch it then. Then when it was put on Hulu, super excited because we're in the middle of a pandemic. So all you know we have time to do is stay home and watch TV and movies. Um, I also just want to point out and say right now, probably some bias because I am a big Goo Goo fan. Uh, myself and two of our good friends, Katya and Mayan, freshman year, we went and saw Beyond the Lights in theaters. Now we are freshmen in college. We did not have much money. So we went and paid three different times to go see Beyond the Lights. We saw it the weekend it came out, the following week, and I think like a month later. We were just we were super fans of the movie. We loved it. And I've been a big fan of Goo Goo's ever since. So anything that she's in, I tap into and I want to watch. And I typically enjoy. And this was no different. Um, I would even go as far to say that this is probably one of the best movies I've seen this year. So I really, really enjoyed it. What did you think about Fast Color? Well, you know, Sydney, um, I know you're a big fan of Miss Gugu and Mm -hmm. being your friend and having uh, like lived with you and seen you like watch Beyond the Lights um, on your personal (laughs) computer at times. I didn't know y'all went to see it three times in the theaters. That's a big success. Yes, we did. That movie's long. That's like... (laughs) That's like eight hours of your life. <laughs> Where you went and saw it. We had a blast. It was a great time. Nice. <laughs> I'm happy for you. But my proximity to you makes me a Google fan by proxy. Um. <laughs> See, I, be connect- I really do be connecting people with the stars. I feel like I should be in a different place in my life. But we'll get to mm. that later. We will get to that later. Um, so yeah, I, I do like Goo Goo. Um, she's a ta- she's a talented actress. Now here's what I'm gonna say about the movie. With, with movies like this, especially my role here on this podcast, this movie brings me a choice. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can be a bitch, or I can choose to have a little fun. <laughs> wow, <laughs> and that's the, those. That's there's the no in between. There's. there's- uh, no, because if I'm not having fun, then that's bitchy to not have fun, you know? Okay. Yeah. I think the premise of the movie was really good. Like, I really enjoyed the premise. And, like, I was just really sunk into the, the high stakes of it all. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think the narrative was a bit... Okay. Damn it. This is bitchy. The narrative was a bit weak. <laughs> wow. But... Because of the mission of the new Chitlin circuit, which is to uplift um, Black independent film, I am going to spend the rest of the review um, putting aside my bitch hat. It's it's Anybody can be a film snob. That's easy. Let's have some fun and let's appreciate the movie. This is my pep talk to myself. <laughs> and let's appreciate the movie. Because I don't need it because I had a blast watching the movie. Yeah, it doesn't look like you're going to tolerate any bitchiness either. Yeah, today, not, so. not for this one. <laughs> So I have no choice. Choice has been made. Maybe if you would have caught me a month ago, but not <laughs> yeah, not tonight. I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, then. We don't set the tone here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that we covered our general thoughts on the movie, we're going to go ahead and walk through some of the scenes. Here on the new Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the first scene, the opening scene. And we start off with some voiceover narration, which, you know, typically I might be a bitch about, but we have Lorraine Toussaint's voice uh, delivering this to us. And she has perhaps one of the like richest and most captivating voices in Hollywood right now. <laughs> so I was I was bought into that. What, where did you feel when this movie first opened up? They're setting the scene. They're telling you about it. They're, they're telling us it's kind of a dystopian future that they're in. Right. Um, definitely was bought in from the beginning. And I think this is kind of what I missed in a review we did earlier in the season for Brown Girl Begins, kind of same premise, opening up with a narration, giving us an idea of why we're in this dystopian society now. Um, but I realized why. I feel, I'm re- I feel like I'm a, I guess, a kid of the Hunger Games. Like when Hunger Games was out and really hot, I obviously read all the books, went to like literally every midnight premiere for all the movies that came out. And that kind of intro to a story just Mm -hmm. always took me in like from a kid adolescent teenager and now as an adult watching movies and it really just makes me want to sit back and figure out 
okay, how do we get to this place in the world where there hasn't been rain in eight years or six years, however long it was? And how are, are how are people surviving without water? Because that that's how you kill civilizations, right? So it's safe to say I was in from the beginning. And once once I heard Lorraine's voice, I said, oh, this is going to be good. I don't, she in this, ain't nothing else to worry about. That's, a, that's when you, you put it in cruise control. You, I ain't got to drive this car. She got it. She got it. <laughs> she going to do what she came to do, and that's act. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got to agree. I was, I, you know, I, I never, I, I was never a consumer of the like YA novel to books like book series to movies type of things but this does always hook me like when there's a mm-hmm. when there's narration like this and two things I appreciate the tie-in of Brown Girl Begins if you're listening and you didn't hear our review of Brown Girl Begins I recommend you watch both of these movies um how the academics say in conversation uh, because there, there, there. I'm being silly, but there are a lot of parallels. Both the movies are quite similar. Um, and the second thing is about the water. That's the main plot. Like that's the main setup that we get from the open narration is that it hasn't rained in eight years. And this is kind of like a like a new subgenre of dystopia about like environmental mm-hmm. dystopia. You know. One of our close friends, you and I, uh, Chelsea, who is, I've mentioned this before, uh, just a great mind and a great writer as well. Keep your eye Literally. on Chelsea. Scholar, star, icon. Yeah. Um, she, she said that um, about horror movies and sci-fi and stuff, that it's, it's very reflective of a culture's fears. Like, of course, Godzilla, a retroact- a radioactive lizard, <laughs> is the the main fearful character like the main villain right, in right. a place like japan and of course here in america most of our horror movies are about somebody like shooting <laughs> right. you because <laughs> you know? yeah. that's what's scary here and for movies to be so centered mm-hmm. on climate disaster like think about how many movies since that movie 2012 we've had where the where the boogeyman is climate disaster <laughs> I'm gonna take it even further back than that. What's the movie? Um, not the day the Earth stood still. Mm-hmm. The day after tomorrow. That movie that came out and like we were. I feel like I was in like middle yeah. school when that came out. That movie shook me all the way up in like the sixth grade or whatever. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, they just gonna flood New York like that? It's water at the top yeah. of like the Chrysler Building. Are you? <laughs> oh no, mm, that's scary. Yeah, scary <laughs> and." You know, it's it's reflective of the the pulse of what a, a culture, a society is scared of, and we are scared as hell. I mean, look at right now, look at Texas. It's it's very scary. Um, what what climate disaster is going to do? So I just wanted to note that it's like a new subgenre. It's like a new flavor of dystopia, and it's only going to continue. <laughs> well, we need to make one of these, but like based in Atlanta. We just do. Let's just do Snowpocalypse, the movie from 2014. That would be fun. Oh, I I see you and I raise you. You remember that movie, the the mist, where them people were stuck in that Seven Eleven? Let's do that, but Waffle House. <laughs> That's good, right? <laughs> That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So we done set the scene, and we also the next place we get dropped into is in the car with Ruth, who's played by Gugu, and she's on the run. You see, she got like restraints cut, like uh, like cutting into her wrist oh, and shit. Bled up. I, my note there was she was tied up. What the hell? Yeah, I thought she was escaped some kidnapping <laughs> shit. I didn't know what. I didn't know what. I didn't know who to think. <laughs> so yeah, she's in the car and she looks like like she's in, in haste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she's trying to get somewhere and she arrives at a hotel and this is where like the the stakes of this dystopia tick up because you can see she's in the desert, but like that's what Arizona looks like right now. Like he doesn't need an eight year drought to look like that, but she shows up to the hotel counter and pays $25 for half a jug of water. 26, $26. (laughs) And that's when I said, Oh, this, this is different. Capitalism is trash, obviously. But then it it made me really think like, cause this could possibly happen. We don't know. Cause the earth is trying to swallow us whole at this point. Um, she said, look, y'all really just not doing me right. So I'm going to end this while I can. Um, we could for real run out of water. And what the hell is going to happen? I, <laughs> I, yeah. can, I can't imagine a world where this is the case. Like you, 
she only paid for half a jug and that's not enough to take a bath, brush your teeth, you know, mm-hmm. drink with a meal mm-hmm. if you're thirsty. Uh, you can't make no rice. You sure can't. Ain't nobody going to be able to eat rice if... That's crazy. <laughs> think about that. But at this point, we still don't know where she running from, where she running to, or nothing like that. We see her mm-hmm. getting to the hotel room. We're getting a taste of how bad stuff is. <laughs> like, stuff looks bad. Yeah. You know, she's, like, trying to fix up her wrist bandages mm-hmm. um, from where she was restrained. And then she just go to gyrate. <laughs> <laughs> My note there said, is she, is she seizing up? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, no, get my girl some medical attention. Right. And because of the flavor of how, uh, like, how the movie is advertised and categorized, mm-hmm. I knew this was some type of sci-fi. Yeah. And I knew, like, I, I suspected somebody had some powers or something. But when she started shaking, she calls the front desk of the hotel and tells the lady at the front desk, mm. you know, protect yourself and, like, get down, which, like, get down with your daughter, like, un be safe somewhere right right so i'm thinking she got like spidey senses or something Same. like she could sense when something about to happen some danger is on the way like it's about to be a shootout or something that's what i thought was gonna happen the you know but no she is shaking these tectonic plates like it ain't nobody business <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you were right though <laughs> And my note there is, oh shit, what's going on, girl? That's, that's what my note says. The sheer amount of question marks in my notes is, is quite comical. I think what really was, I think, made it even more interesting for me, this movie in general. Uh, you know that I have recently started my Marvel journey thanks to WandaVision on Disney Plus. So I um I'm watching the movies, I guess, in order. Um, and I watched the Avengers recently, which was whack. I'm gonna say it. It gets better later on. You didn't like the first Avengers? No. Um, what was the Black Panther at? Why, why wasn't he around? They was he was there. I, I wasn't really feeling it. Maybe I should have watched it like that. I don't know. Um, I thought it was whack, and I would have much rather uh seen these women in fast color kick some ass uh and not. The, uh, I like Iron Man, but not the damn Avengers. Fucking Scarlett Johansson ass. She ain't got no powers. What the hell is she gonna do? Yeah, um, that's a quick Marvel side note. I I told you the other week, I feel like ScarJo's character's in the wrong universe. She need to go into the damn uh, Mission Impossible universe. Something. She would be good. Yeah, take the, yeah, she can fight and flip and... With Jason Bourne right. in or something. Right, kick her way through. Girl, you can't fight no alien. You was a human. <laughs> You think an alien care about you and your little damn what you know them little boots that every woman in a TV show wears? Yes. You know the ones with the little heels. <laughs> yes, I do. No, nobody care about that. Oh, You're absolutely right, Sydney. And th- we said this in Brown Girl Begins too that like watching Marvel super like the superhero arc of those like the flow of those movies mm-hmm. really kind of ruins other like. Not because it's so perfect, but just because we're so used to right, it. Right, right. That's a good point. So after she shook up the whole damn uh, tri-state area, <laughs> <laughs> she climbed out the back of the window. <laughs> and by the time the police and them come figure out who the hell is shaking the city, <laughs> she gone. <laughs> no, nowhere to be found. Out of there. And she goes to a cafe. Now, here's a note. Here's a positive note I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shots in the movie are very well composed. Yeah. Like, the shot of these two characters, we're going to talk about the next character sitting at the counter, is very well composed. I, mm-hmm. the, the camera was, was, the camera work was fine work. It was really good. I agree. Mm-hmm. And also, because we, we always find a way, a reason to shout out the art department of a movie, <laughs> like, whether it's the set dressers or, like, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, or the costume designers this one comes to the the prop person the prop master i don't know if you notice this in the background of the cafe on the back wall of the cafe Mm -hmm. there's a poster it was a blue poster that said report water wasters huh (laughs) i didn't catch that (laughs) i did that i noticed that i was like you you know what that is how america responds by penalizing people (laughs) i wanted to shout that out Oh, that is a good catch. Yeah, I missed that. Mm-hmm. She up there eating one single sunny side up egg at the cafe. No toast. No nothing. 
and she runs into a white man named Bill. Mm. Now, what did you think of Bill? Because I didn't trust him off that. From the beginning, my note says, never trust a white man, comma, his creepy ass. And then it goes on to say, white men need to stay out of women's business, especially black women's business. Go mind the business that pays you. Go somewhere else with all of that. Because you all have been what I got going on over here. And I knew from the beginning he was no good. He was trying to trap our good sis. You're damn right. Mm -hmm. You're damn right. At the end, because he gives her a cup of coffee, he's chatting her up. And I cannot Google while she is like a very... um, she, she seems like a very like warm and lovely woman, mm-hmm. especially in the other things she's been in. I've seen her in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays like this character very well. <laughs> this character is the least approachable person <laughs> in the world. Like Ruth, the character didn't look like she would even like give a fly attention if it swatted. <laughs> like she wouldn't even swat a fly away because she doesn't want to interact with anything. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> nothing and yet you're chatting her up she's eating a single sunny side up egg with no accompaniments what make you think a person like that want to talk they breakfast don't even got a companion why do they why why would you think she want one he broke the barrier down though Mm. offering to buy her some water so i guess that was a a a nice conversation starter during that during this type of mm -hmm. time period but i just mm -mm. No. He ended up buying her uh, a cup of coffee because I can't imagine. Like I said, if 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 we went out of water, can't handle rice, and you damn sure can't handle good coffee. I can't handle coffee. And the co- they did. He, she did say the coffee mm-hmm. was shit. It, it wasn't. It wasn't good. Yeah. Mm. So after she gives his ass the cold shoulder for the entire lunch, for the entire breakfast, <laughs> he walks away talking about some. Oh, my name's Bill, and she goes, "Okay, thanks, Bill." Right. <laughs> you want my name boy you better go somewhere <laughs> and when she wraps up eating this one egg that somehow took up forever i'm sorry i can't uh, I, you, i'm not done with you the keep egg. saying one egg it's just taking me down because the reason i'm focusing on the one egg is mm-hmm. another note that i have honestly this is a bitchy note this okay will you allow me one if this if this what you want to use it on, this your one. They did too many long ass crossfades. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the hotel scene, I just see uh, one egg come up on the screen, <laughs> and it took forever to crossfade into the egg. So now I'm that's all I see is the egg. <laughs> and they kept doing that throughout the movie. <laughs> long ass crossfades. What was that about? <laughs> <laughs> was nothing else to see, Alexis. Anyway. Everything else is dry and dusty. Ain't no water around. What else they gonna do? I don't know, man. They could have put some parsley on the <laughs> egg. So after she done eating the egg, she walk outside. Damn police up there uh, <laughs> taking down her license plate because they know it was her mm-hmm. ass. I mean, wasn't that many people at the hotel. They know who. Somebody shook some shit and it's probably the one who ain't here this morning. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But here come Bill saving the day, quote, quote unquote. unquote. And I guess it... Mm. She's in a small town. So maybe from her perspective, he he just looks creepy as hell to me in general. But she thinks, you know, he is friendly enough to buy me a cup of coffee and still try to chat me up when I don't want to talk during this breakfast. Maybe he'll just be chatty in this car ride uh, to my next destination and let me be. But boy, was she wrong. Wrong as hell. Because he talked the whole damn time. Just to reveal, just when they get right outside of town, ain't nobody around, reveal to her that he know who she is. He knows she can shake shit. Yep. He know that she shook that shit last <laughs> night. <laughs> now, I'm going to take you somewhere. He pulled a car over, pull out a fucking needle <laughs> to like, hell no, knock my girl out. <laughs> she, she realized the damn car door is broke. She can't get out. Mm-hmm. Well, what he didn't know though, because she got a piece on her. So she ready to shoot a nigga if it come to it. And <laughs> my note right there says, that's right, girl, light them up. <laughs> she pulls out the blicky, pow, 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 gets out of the car, and she does get away from him. Now, she ended up having to run way across the dirt field yeah. to some to some corner store way off around. And, you know, it's only a few corner stores around, so he he's not far behind her. Yeah. But she does you know walk toward the town she's headed to this whole time apparently she's been headed to garrison Mm -hmm. 
which is where her mother lives, where she grew up. And she arrives there not too long after. Now, we see the house. And I just want another quick note to the, like, location managers, to the art department, the set dressers. This house was very cool. It was very, like, Art Deco 50s. And it looked very, like, um, witchy, which is kind of, that's what people associate women with powers. You know, they're, they're witches. They're not, like, superheroes. So it looked witchy, but they just have these, you know, powers that they don't want to share with people in this big old house of wonder and mystery. It was really great set selection mm-hmm. yeah it was good <laughs> um and we see in there and that's where that's where we see lorraine toussaint um who's her mom and we also see this little girl and we just we just get a, a drop just peek in yeah whole time google outside looking crazy <laughs> looking, sitting out, standing out there staring at the house not coming in getting all ashy getting all dry just come on girl just standing in the yard and we, what we find out is that the little girl, Lila, mm-hmm. is a whole genius. Yes. <laughs> I want to put a point, What'd you think a of pin that? there for Miss um, Lila, because I have said previously on this show, I, I hold a pretty high bar for child actors. Um, you do? I do. Um, that bar was set for me with uh, Miss China and McLean. Uh, and her debut of Daddy's Little Girls. And no, no, this is a good note. I, Miss Lila, uh, real name, uh, Sanaya Sydney. That's an actress right there. I mean, talk to, <laughs> that's some China and McLean level. I'm taking this shit to the next level acting. And I just want to shout her out because, <laughs> girl, you did that. I mean, from the moment you stepped on the camera, when we saw you. To the end of this movie, I said, oh, no, Mm-mm. this girl got a future. I'm so like I'm overcome with joy right now because I never thought I'd see the day where you give a child high marks on the scale of zero to China and McLean. So I didn't either. I'm, I was surprised. I'm happy for you, Sanaya. Yeah. I want you to know if you're listening, girl, that does not come often. <laughs> <laughs> I was thoroughly impressed. Mm-hmm. She did do good. And so we see her. She's talking about she repaired the record player. She be fixing the toaster. And she want to fix the, the truck. truck. <laughs> Little you girl. Know? Okay. <laughs> she's like 11. Yes. <laughs> so um, at this point, we're, we're not um, told that this is Ruth's daughter yet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you can kind of tell. Yeah. But, you know. Lorraine Toussaint, she's not too old to have an 11-year-old. Right. Like, you never know what, or, you know, what got caught up in the mix. Or, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Get you a little surprise, baby. You know, it happens. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's what I have to say. Okay. Here's my note. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to, at this point, we're about half an hour into the movie. And I'm wondering, okay, what's the journey? What's the quest? Mm-hmm. Where, where are we going? Um, I understand the backstory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I understand where the world is. I would like to know more about this family, but where where were you taking me? <laughs> I was a little, I, I felt like we were lagging a little bit. Hmm. That's my polite critique. Okay. That's fair. I didn't feel that way. I did not. I, I didn't feel that at that point because I, I still think they're trying to give us all of the at that point, still try to lay the groundwork of Ruth's journey and what's to come, which we needed to meet her mother and Lila. And we get that. Um, after Gugu comes in, um, Lorraine, who's what was Lorraine Tucson's character's name? Bo. Bo. Bo takes her out to the barn. She because she says, you know, I I'm I have to protect Lila yep. from your ass. So you sleep out here in the hay. <laughs> And sure as hell, she go out there in the hay and shake it up Shaking again. shit up. <laughs> shaking the ground. This bitch is literally shaking the table. I, mean. I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's also a quick side note, because we mentioned earlier about the like wrist restraints. It's because she ties herself down when she go to shaking like that. Mm-hmm. After she shake it all up. And Lila, the jig is up because Lila knows like somebody's here. And the next morning they over breakfast, they're talking and we're getting, you know, the exposition, we're getting the background story. All of them got powers, all three of these women. 
they mama's mama's had powers they mama's 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 had powers <laughs> so that's what they do right <laughs> right and we see little lila she you know th- do you want to describe what the power is yeah i guess i can't so not i thought it was just she had the ability to make objects levitate and you know move things around with her mind but it's so much more than that she can make things move with her mind, but also break them down to dust and very small particles in any way, shape, or form she wants, and then bring them back together. It's very interesting. Yeah, so they could shred yeah. stuff with their mind. It's kind of like she controls matter, if that if that's a better description. Hmm. Okay. Because matter is all, I'm taking it back to fourth grade science, like all objects and things and stuff. Yes, that's true. Okay. I'm just making <laughs> sure. I, you know, so I went. I went to public school, but you know, I learned some stuff. We went to the same school. We went to the same school, <laughs> and we learned something. Okay, because it took a long time for me to try. <laughs> this didn't. It didn't start to fall apart for you here. <laughs> no, you didn't think it was cool. Yes, I thought it was cool. The visual effects were great. Uh, so then what fell apart for you? I'm so confused. Because <laughs> their power is that they could lift up an object like Matilda. They could like telekinesis uh-huh. it and then turn it into powder and then make it the object again. The thing I don't understand logically, because later in the movie, we see little Lila shoplifting like that. <laughs> but if you put in the powder like in your pot like all the powder needs to you cannot lose even one grain of powder because then it's not going to be whole when you put it back together okay and how does that relate to color light is not matter light is not matter you're right and that we learned that we did learn that in fourth grade too shout out to miss woods for being a good science teacher (laughs) oh she was so mean. <laughs> oh, she was nice to me. She was so strict. Oh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, um, that's no. That's a good point because at when we see Lila's power, I, I then start to wonder why the movie is called Fast Color because I don't get how, like how the color comes into place and. What's fast? Like, do one of y'all move at the speed of light? <laughs> and when you do that, you create colors. Yeah. The shredder thing is a very slow visual effect. Yeah, it's true. like a it's like a Thanos like snap. It's true. That's true. You see everything fade away. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's it's not fast, so I didn't get it. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, but uh, they tie it in because when they have these moments of using their powers after like they're done turning stuff into dust and particles and putting it back together. They like, it's like they have a high that comes over them and then they, whatever they see out in the universe is not what the average human sees. It's stuff, everything is beautiful colors and it's like the sound of the wind. And You, you hear it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, there is. Okay. <laughs> It's getting a little loose. Um, <laughs> now, I'm not saying a nigga can't still enjoy right. it. It's and I never <laughs> said the movie was free of critique. That is a good point, because it didn't come together right there for me. Okay. <laughs> so, there we go. <laughs> I'm going to kick it over to you, because I don't have a note until 30 minutes later into the movie. So, what did you... Because there was just some family stuff in between the the first night she came home and well after this point so we find out why um ruth comes home she wants her mother to try and train her again on how to use her powers and keep them under control uh, like she tried to do when she was a kid but it didn't work because ruth started having these seizures and shake shit up around the globe and you know it just went bad and she ran away so she's back home to try and get this training again, and she wants to see the colors because she's never seen them before. So we kind of watch uh, a few different scenes of Ruth and Bo going through some breathing exercises and training on how to, you know, feel all the energy around you. And that's another thing. Do they harvest energy like Captain Marvel? 
See, okay, that's a good point because she's talking about feeling energy around you and stuff like that. Anyway, so we see that happen. Because that's what I don't get, though, because it can't be that they control matter because, and this is just me applying my elementary school <laughs> science, because it's not the matter they control because the matter still exists. It Maybe they control electromagnetic fields, the things or like the gravity that keeps it to get, well, if they could control gravity, they would have been flying. Exactly. So maybe it's the electromagnetic field um, that connects mm-hmm. atoms because hmm. the electrons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yep. Where atoms stay connected. Right. Electrons and what's it? Protons and all of them. And at- mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what it is, but I still don't understand because you can't see that. You, well, maybe if you see, ooh, ooh, maybe they can see electromagnetic fields, but our eyes only see colors, so maybe it translates. Oh, like how so some that's why the music, right? So the colors are the electromagnetic fields that they this high that comes over them. That's what it. Yeah, who wrote this? Uh, I think we should get them on the line because uh, <laughs> I because I think we have a good theory here. <laughs> I want to know if we're right. It's written by Julia Hart and Jordan Horowitz. They white. The writer and director are white. Both? Both. Both of them. Okay, that makes Brown Girl Begins better than this because (laughs) a black lady made that one. (laughs) Yeah. But that's also a similarity between that movie and this movie is that both characters go off, like go away and try and train up to defeat some enemy. And at the end of the movie, they just suddenly able to. Like it doesn't, they don't really give us a real like. Right. Right. I mean, we see, we, I think we see more of Ruth's, well, no, actually we only see like a scene or two of her like training or trying to get her powers under control. But the only purpose of that, at least at that point, we just think is so that she can stop having these seizures, not so that she can defeat the people that are after her to want to lock her down. She doesn't make that clear at all. I don't even think that's her mission. She just wants to be undetectable. That's her soul mission so people think she's a normal human we later on we find out from Bo that if they do use these powers the right way because they have a saying it's like um you can break things apart but you like you can break things but you can't put them back together something like that was like the saying they said but it was a lie because Bo didn't want them using their powers for bad or to harm people and stuff you know and at the end we see how she can like dissolve guns and you know, if she wanted to hurt somebody, she could. She just doesn't tell this to Ruth and Lila. So, <laughs> Deep um, let's zip over to the to the, um, the uh, white people mm. who is trying to stop these black queens from living their life. Mm. Government trying to do science and stuff on them, except what the fuck type of scientist is Bill? <laughs> I think Bill Nye like, would never do Bill that. Bill Nye would not. Uh, this Bill, he an earth scientist. Isn't he like a, um? what's the people that study earthquakes, what they call? That's what he do. <laughs> they, they, is, they got a name. Is them geologists or no, is them rock niggas? Yeah, geologists is rock niggas. They study rocks. Okay. And then who do the tectonic? A seismologist? That sound right, seismologist, because seismic shit. <laughs> Let me see. That don't sound That's right. That sound right to me. <laughs> I, I just made that shit up. <laughs> that sound right to me. Seismologist. Seismology, not Scientology. Don't send me that oh, Google. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, them is seismologists. Look at you. Okay, look at me. Okay, shout out Miss Woods. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying, though. No matter what type of thing he's studying, mm-hmm. what the hell type of scientists go out and acquire their test subjects via kids? <laughs> that's not ethical. Not- <laughs> that's not ethical. You can't do that. White people can get away with stuff all the time. When has ethics ever been an issue? Slavery wasn't ethical. Right. They did do that whole slavery. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. What does ethics um, matter? Well, <laughs> his ass standing in the middle of a fucking, like, you know, cars pull up in a circle, <laughs> like at a drug meeting. Yeah. They, like Breaking Bad. They stand in the middle of a circle. That's you. If you're standing in the middle of the desert <laughs> in a circle of cars with white men in the middle, you, up to no you good. should be knowing what you're doing is illegal. Yeah. You ain't you ain't got no good intentions. No good. 
Mm-hmm. That's how you know. Mm-hmm. Bill should have stopped right there and said, hmm, is my degree in crime or science? Right. <laughs> and he right. should have changed courses. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> so he's still trying to find her. Apparently, they've been keeping tabs on her and stuff, which is not hard because she shakes everywhere <laughs> she go. <laughs> in the... And they said this is not an area that typically gets earthquakes. That's just like her showing up to damn uh, Ohio. Right. <laughs> And shaking stuff in up. Akron, shaking it up in Akron, and taking her ass down there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what she doing. Make no sense. Mm. So they still trying to catch her, and that we they they come back and um give us a little scene of that. Now here is where also the grand the granddaddy's the grandmama's the baby mm-hmm. is because we see the sheriff come on up because the sheriff is trying to figure out. Um, who the hell got this bloody car abandoned, you know, where Bill got shot and stuff. He's trying to figure out, you know, he's just trying to do his job. Right, right. Um, which leads him, because once he find out, oh hell, Rufus Ruf- is Ruf- shaking and stuff is acting weird. Mm-hmm. So he shows up to Bo's place. Yeah. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, how, how the hell he know? No, I, that's when I said, that's her daddy? Gotta be. Mm-hmm. And shout out another um, uh, Tyler Perry deep cut, <laughs> one of many on this show. Um, as soon as they came, because I, I, he's a white man, so I like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Because mm-hmm. Google looks like you know she she got um, a lot of ingredients in her pot, <laughs> um, and <laughs> so when the, the sheriff comes up and Lila comes, hey, what's going on? I started singing, this is your granddaddy. <laughs> This is your granddaddy. <laughs> That's good. So I did have fun while watching this See? movie. I get- See? <laughs> There's always something to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it we we slugging along still here. What at this point of the movie? Well, we can fast forward a little bit, right? So um, he comes back in the light of day after he meets up with Bo at night. He leaves a, a silent five-second message on Bo's voicemail to let her know, shit is up, meet me at our spot. The following day, you know, he has some more clues from people he's interacted with. He shows up and there's this whole meltdown scene with uh, Lila and Ruth's characters. And that's when I said, oh, now Miss Sanaya is here. She... She's acting. She is acting in this movie. Mm-hmm. They, you know, she, the night before she tells Ruth, you know, I want to be like you. I'm tired of being in this town. I know there's so much more out there for me in life. This, there has to be more than these four walls, like of this house, uh, me, Bo, and the occasional trip to like the convenience store. There is, mm-hmm. it got to be more than this. And Ruth was trying to tell her, it really ain't because ain't no water nowhere else so this is really as good as you're gonna get at least you got some family um and little lila hears that ruth gotta go and she want to go with her but yeah you you can't and it, it's a whole Mm-mm. i mean what if you give a kid a cuss word and they land it they act it i agree um tie in the a couple of reviews ago, Night Comes On, Mm-mm. the child actor in that movie, yes. she delivered her cussing, her cussing scene mm-hmm. good, too. Her name was um, Tate, Lil Tate. Yes. Tatum. 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 Was it Tatum or Tate? It's Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Tatum. Mm-hmm. She did good. She did. She did. <laughs> um, this is also where Lil Lila finds out why, like, for real, why Ruth left. And Ruth tells her, look, I was on the drugs, girl. <laughs> And all quick note, that's why Ruth was that's why these seizures are back now. Mm-hmm. The drugs, like that's what fueled her addiction is because that is what like was keeping the seizures away. Like when she was using drugs, I guess her system was like depressed enough, like repressed enough to keep these seizures at bay. Um and unfortunately there are no like non addictive uh like prescriptions that you could get for yeah. moving tectonic plates. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think regular seizure medicine works on that. Yeah, no, doubt it. <laughs> and then roof go off, and only to, we fast for a little bit. They done got little Lila's ass Ooh, locked up. Locked up. When I saw they ransacked that house, I said, "Oh, somebody better go get that baby. Go and save that baby. I do not want to see that." You get so southern at the when movies get real. What is that? You you never talk like that. <laughs> 
Not the babies, Lord. Not the babies, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm pleading the blood, not over little Lila. <laughs> fuck is that man that's what it's saying my notes too you better go say that baby talk about you scared <laughs> so she pull up to the damn town uh why i keep pulling to the town um gas station little police station in town mm-hmm. not the, the gas station she ran out of gas so she had to go walk back to the station she had a little seizure but she controls it you're right yeah then she sees the colors finally oh that's we're tripping because that is literally the whole like crux of the climax. Mm-hmm. She has a seizure out on the dirt road, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she she keeps sitting. Yep. <laughs> she don't she don't shake nothing up, and that's when she realized I got the power, uh-huh. and now she can see the colors. And now this is the first time we can see the colors. Right, right. And it was real brutal. It looked like um, what's that the place people be visiting? I don't know. It's like. It's in Europe somewhere. Reykjavik. Reykjavik, where they see the, the lights in the night sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looked like I that. thought it would look like I was inside like a, um, I mean this in a good way, <laughs> inside like a screensaver. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Please explain. In a good what way. What you mean by that, inside of a screensaver? You know the screensavers, <laughs> the old screensavers yes. on, the, on the Windows XP. <laughs> oh, like that. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I thought it would be more like, you. you know, the Disney um picture uh like binoculars and you could flick through them things, but if you had the film in there wrong, it was just, you know, a colorful array of stuff. You know? You remember that? What the hell is that? <laughs> Back in the day, you know, you get you can flip through like pictures from a Disney movie, you put them in the little binocular slot and you Oh, Damn, yeah, it's like that. I don't know what that's called. I My forgot. bad, Amy. Do you like that? Yeah, I don't know what that's called. Either. That be it's... crazy. Why the fuck they had us playing with that? <laughs> 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 Nevertheless, it was cool. Um, yeah, just like that. She on the road. Zoom. Um, colors is in. She show up at the police station. Cause now it's time to go. Mm-hmm. It's time. Mm, you got my baby. What we gonna right. do? Right. We see a little Lila in the cell. She working on dissolving the door. <laughs> Breaking it down. <laughs> and here come Bo and the sheriff, her boo. Girl, Ruth started swirling up that sky and made it rain for the first rain time in eight years. Oh me. I was thinking, oh, I, I didn't send this to you. I hope you've seen this on the timeline. Somebody's singing open the floodgates, <laughs> like for devotion um, of heaven. I have seen that. Let it rain. You, you saw I have it? seen that, yeah. <laughs> I'm moist. <laughs> Moist. I said I'm moist. <laughs> what got me? Because the moist one that was unrealistic. <laughs> but you know what they would say? I'm saturated. <laughs> saturated. <laughs> I'm damp. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when this came when it started raining. It was also like when Zero, he finally went up the mountain on the back of the Zeroni's, you know, Stanley's back, and they ate the onion, and Madam Zeroni let it rain. Well, good time in the desert. Yeah. Shout out to Eartha Kitt. She really did that. Yeah. So she started, she's making it rain, and I'm thoroughly impressed, because I still don't understand the science. Because, okay, if it's electromagnetic, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If Because you could do that. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what keeps the water up. Right, 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 right. right. That sounds right it's, to me. Look, Alexis, I... I let go of all the science stuff when I graduated high school. It wasn't it wasn't in my ministry. I realized that. Sydney, that's not one of the childish things you're supposed to let go of when you're no longer a child. Why would I continue reading about matter and protons and, and atoms and shit in the periodic table? If it comes up, oh, that's cool. Well, like, I'm not studying that. That's not that's a part of my life anymore. I don't have to do that. But I understand it's there. Cindy, what do you still study from school? <laughs> Which one of the subjects did you keep? <laughs> arithmetic. I use that every day. Not real. <laughs> all right. All right. So we get us a happy ending in this movie. Um, because Bo, I don't know why. Is it happy? We too, we deep enough in the episode. I can say this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bury this in here. Because Bo spent the whole damn movie. And you know Lorraine Toussaint is good at making... She, just, she could do threatening real good. Like she, she can. She's scary. If she, um, 
she is talking about some, you know, you could use our powerful, our powers are, you know, they're powerful. We can really hurt people. Mm-hmm. And then she just dissolved the gun. It's not like she made them come into a bigger Man, gun. Man, I would have had, had my hands <laughs> now out. Now that would have been cool. <laughs> had them cars lifted <laughs> up, smashed them hoes down. <laughs> Shit. I would have been looking like Omarion. Please. And, uh, you got Sir out there. In the <laughs> I'm moving all of this shit around. <laughs> I would have got their asses in. I would have got them in line. No, for real. <laughs> mm, so that's what. Um, that's how the movie go. Um, we. That's how it go. That's what I said earlier. Well, little Lila do get out the jail cell, and her and Ruth run away together. Walked right, right out. Yep, and Bo dedicates. <laughs> her body to science um and that's how it ends mm-hmm. to save her mm-hmm. children her, her granddaughter and her daughter so like i said at the beginning of this episode i still really thoroughly enjoyed this movie and it's one of my favorites this year of the season i don't share that opinion um i do want to ask you a question <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's why we host this podcast together mm-hmm. like sometimes we get in a long period of both of us like of the same opinion of the, of every movie. This is good. Iron sharpens iron, head ass. <laughs> yeah, so friction. That's good. <laughs> I do have to ask you a question though. Mm-hmm. Who came to act? This was a tough one for me. Um, I'm gonna do it how Tyra used to do on uh, America's Next Top Model. <laughs> you know, in my hand, I have two envelopes. Um, one of these girls is going home. And what I want to say is because, you know, Tyra used to say dumb shit like, because, you know, this girl has what, what that girl has and, and the other girl has <laughs> what the other girl has. <laughs> but in this bucket, uh, one of these actresses I've been a big fan of for a while. Um, one actress is newer to me and she's a young actress, uh, but I really do think she killed this and it, it left a lasting impression on me. Um, so there can only be one who came to act nominee each week. And this week I would like to nominate Miss Sanaya Sydney for the Who Came to Act Award. Miss Sanaya, you are still in the running to become <laughs> <laughs> I fully agree. She nailed it. She did great. Killed it. Well, y'all, that is fast color. Um, congratulations to you, Miss uh Sanaya. And congratulations to you, Gugu mm-hmm. and Lorraine Toussaint um for just giving us for just doing what y'all keep doing i i just i wonder how it feels to wake up every day and be that yes <laughs> and just just know that you have that power right so talent. sydney you got anything else um i do want to mention for our listeners if you don't know this movie is also being turned into a series on prime video um and it's being produced through viola davis's production company so that's really exciting Ooh. uh so oh, we might watch that yeah Look out for that. I don't know when it's oh, coming out. Oh, you said TV show. I'm like, yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> yeah, TV okay. show. Okay. But, I will watch it on my own personal time. Mm-hmm. But it is coming. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, all right. That's all I got. So I'm out. All right. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCC Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit spelled c-h-i-t-l-i-n and to keep up with our latest visit our website at the new chitlin circuit.com